What's the most terrifying word in nuclear physics? Oops. Warning. For the next 60 minutes, you will be subjected to strong opinions about life. Listeners of this podcast may experience explosive diarrhea, uncontrollable laughter, and a strong urge to high-five the host in the face with a brick. If you experience any of these symptoms, consult your local physician, magistrate, or priest. Welcome to Sweating Bullets Podcast. And another week has passed, and we're doing another episode. Episode 90. You totally could have rhymed that. And another week has passed, and we're here for another podcast. Yeah. um, (laughs) Okay, well, this is why you're here. And if you're here, you're listening to the one and only Woody of the Sweating Bullets podcast, right along with his bold and beautiful co-host. That's good, because for a moment there, I thought you were going to call me your trusty sidekick. (laughs) Well, I was contemplating that, but I didn't want to go too crazy with it, so I just figured co-host would work. Okay, yeah, I like (laughs) co-host. You like a host? Yeah. There's a lot worse things you could call me. Oh, there's a lot of worse things I have called you. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And what have you called me? Well, like... My future ex-wife, um... Please. (laughs) So, how was your week, Michelle? Oh, my week's okay. Got a a new work laptop. I'm on the hunt for a mouse. Because I can't stand using the mouse on a laptop. Yeah, I don't like the little... I don't like the... No. Yeah, the the touchpad. I don't like the touchpad. Yeah, it's not my thing. Now, I do like the... Like, my laptop is a touchscreen. I do like that. Oh, yeah. Now, that would definitely make things easier, unless you're, like, eating Cheetos while you work or something. Ooh, that would be bad. Well, you see, I've (laughs) I've caught myself, like, after I do a shit ton of work at home on the laptop, Mm -hmm. when I go to work, my laptop at work is not a touch screen, and I keep touching the screen, and it's not freaking working, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't I touch it? It won't won't submit. (laughs) So that does suck. Now, I did have... um, an adventurous weekend. If okay. You will. All right. Tell me about it. So, a buddy of mine turned 50. I know I'm telling my age, but I'm not there yet. I've still got nine years before I'm hitting that point. But, anyway, good friend of mine, <laughs> good friend of the family's. Um, so, of course, we went and celebrated his 50th at a bowling alley, which was great. They um, rented out the little VIP room, and it was kick ass. So, me being me, I'm I'm a social bug. I'm a social butterfly. I like to talk. I like to no. Well, I like to um, mingle with people, and a lot of people that were there I'd never met before because these are people he works with, his other family, and you know I'm just. So what you're saying is, is that there were a lot of people that were exposed for the first time to Woody. Yeah, yes. That's a very PC way of putting it, or a uh, maybe a PG way of putting it. Oh, God. Because I did give um, a friend, some of the friends that were there that mm-hmm. I know very well, I did give them a little strip tease, which was funny as shit. 
So it was basically me and my buddy's brother. We were competing on who could strip the best, I guess. I don't know how we ended up in this. Alcohol was involved. Uh, that was my question. So at one point, you know, his brother, for some reason, was wearing two shirts. I was wearing only one. So I was, <laughs> like, he started dancing on the table. Well, I was afraid I would crush the table. So I just, shirt gone. And, of course, it's between my legs. And I'm doing the whole thing, you know, rubbing it between my legs. Oh, my God. It was funny as shit. The ladies and the, the ladies that were there, she was right next to her husband, you know, but again i've been friends with these people for many 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 years not a problem so they they know a little bit about they know about woody Mm -hmm. so and they know there's no holes barred and i like to have fun right there was this one chick that was there i never met her before her name was jennifer so jennifer if you're listening thumbs up (laughs) um the next the following day apparently i was flirting with jennifer now I remember talking. Wait, you with flirted you. with her the next day? No, the day of the night of the party. Okay. Sorry, I'm. We're going back to the party, but the next day I found out um, that she's married and her husband was pissed and ready to fight. Not, wait, wait, was your wife there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She was drinking off somewhere else. Ah. Uh, so I mean, it is what. It so is. it wasn't apparent at the at the very moment that you were taking yourself. I don't know. <laughs> there he goes, folks. High pitched. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, it's possible. Know. It's a possibility. It be, it I'm just be. saying. Look, look. Apparently, homeboy was ready to fight this, that, and the other. But I never knew because nobody told me that he was ready to fight until the next day. Okay. So after I was told, it's like, yeah, she's married and blah blah blah. And I'm like, so he's mad at me for flirting with his wife. However, not one point during the conversation his wife and i had did she say i'm married bitch you know nothing i knew she had kids okay i did not know she had a boyfriend or a husband so So she so she mentioned her children but not her spouse exactly so if anybody wants to be mad at anyone you need to be mad at your wife so women out there if you're at a party where alcohol is being consumed and guys are talking, girls are talking, having a good time. It may be beneficial to all parties at hand to let them know, "Hey, I'm married, dog." Granted, I would have said, "That's cool. Bring them on over here. We'll have we'll chit chat and we'll shoot the shit too." You know, I'm I'm like that. You know, right. we'll have a good time. Right. Now, the highlight of my night was I met a another couple. Because, you know, after I got done flirting with Jennifer and Erica and with her husband, her husband, Stephen, and I, we went to the bar. Well, I'm buying Stephen a beer. I'm like, hell yeah, man. We've been friends for years, and we're having a good time. Woo! Well, I met this couple at the bar, um, Kiana and mm-hmm. Jonathan. Okay. See, this, I've had, I've had a good buzz, but I was not, I was still coherent. Unlike the last podcast. Yeah, it got bad. Mm-hmm. But I, we did get good reviews, so that's thumbs oh, up on that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, Kiana, I discovered, she is a therapist. I'm like, that's awesome. What kind of therapist? Let me guess. Hold on, hold on. A mental therapist. She said, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> so, you, you, done, you done fell right into exactly what you needed there, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. So, 
we start shooting the shit and we had a great conversation and jonathan if you're listening it's still an open invitation anytime you want to get on the podcast he is a now i don't know if he's a listener but he is a subscriber now because he's right there while we're talking about the podcast and talking shooting shit He's like, who? Boom. Sweat Bulls Podcast. I got you on Apple. Boom. Got you. I like <laughs> it. I'm following. I'm subscribed. Booyah. I'm like, hell yes. So I thought that was awesome. Wow. So again, Jonathan, Kiana. Hey, I got her name right this time. It's about time. Hey, I was struggling the night of to get get her name right. I kept wanting to say Kenya. And I was like, if I say that, that's going to that's gonna be like that. The whole white privilege uh, bullshit and i'm like i don't want to offend this lady well kenya is a country <laughs> i know and th- this is a very good looking lady she was very endowed up top oh I mean, she was good looking oh my god that is all men talk about <laughs> she reminded me of you uh thank you she's introvert she's like very shy at first once you get once you get her going she's like we'll tuck your ear off but she don't like people. And I'm like, and you're a mental therapist? Are you kidding me? Why was she at a bar? <laughs> she was with her boyfriend. They were waiting for the 10 o'clock to come around because that's when they open up the, the lanes. Oh, okay, okay. For, I guess, the midnight bowling. I got you. So, but had a good time. Met a bunch of other people. They introduced me to a drink. It was, uh, what was it called? It was something King. Um, it was... Um, Damn it, I cannot remember. Uh, da, 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 da. I know it was Crown and some other stuff that was in there. But it was really good. Coated with some Coke, I think. Or no, it was Dr. Pepper. It wasn't Coke, it was Dr. Pepper. I don't remember everything else that was in there. But it was really good. It's a very so slow drinking drink because that would have put me in the bathroom the next day. Was if I would have continued. Was it a sipping drink? Yes, a very sip and drink. <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> now, the night was great. You know, I had some good friends. Shot the shit with some people. Had some a bunch of laughs. Until I cashed out my tab. Okay, what's the problem? It was a too good of a night. <laughs> I'm just glad my wife wasn't coherent enough to see the tab. Because <laughs> she would have flipped shit. If she would have known, I spent $90. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a few shots. Because I bought my buddy some shots. And bought his brother some shots. And brought, bought some other friends some shots. And we were all buying each other shots. So, it was a good time. I was not sick the next day. And I was completely coherent. I remember everything that happened. The only thing I didn't know that happened was I pissed some dude off. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because he was being a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, he's standing off over here, not saying, yo, dude, that's my wife. I'm like, oh, my bad. I'm like, it's all right, dude. Just take a chill pill. Not a biggie. Wow. And she's not a bad-looking woman. She's around my age. You okay. Know, she's endowed up top. What? Do you have an issue with boobs? I like boobs. Most people, most people, not even just guys, most people, because women included, like yourself, like boobs. I do, but it's like 
number one on what you're explaining about someone. Okay. You don't you don't talk about how tall they are, their skin tone, their eye color. Well, some that people get funny. Of, some people get offended by skin tone, so I can't really go with that. Okay, so she was um, about five foot tall, long brunette hair, blue eyes, piercing blue eyes. I mean, very beautiful eyes, but she was endowed. So like neck down is like damn, just like a Q girl. What? Wait, what is a Q girl? Um, the type of females that Q likes. Oh, okay. I Which are he don't like super skinny model type bitches. He likes women that have some meat on them. Well, shit, yeah. There needs to be more men like that in the world. We well, see. I like bitches with meat on them. Not too much meat, but just enough. I like be able to grab a hold of something. I don't know. I've I've seen you turn your nose up at chonky women. Define chonky women. <laughs> I don't know that it would be easy to define. I don't know. Okay, how about this? Um, can you help me try and talk my wife into either purchasing or um, ordering a Ukrainian woman? Because they're like on seventy five percent off right now. You think, you think my wife would go for that? I think you're going to hell. What do you mean? It's 75% off. What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? 75% off. Ukrainian girls. Have you seen? Like, I was going through the website. It's like, OMG, my wife would be gone. <laughs> I don't think I can even talk to you about this. <laughs> I mean, I do not in any way, shape, or form condone human trafficking, and that is what I'm hearing coming from no, you. No, this is a mail-order bride. No, that's, one, you're talking about trafficking. Look, I'm turning to Mormonism. I'm thinking about, you know, having multiple wives. That way you get one of these Ukrainian bitches. So you think there's more than one woman that will put up with you? If she don't speak English, she will. Like, you... Wash baseboard now. Wash it. Wash it good. <laughs> Cook dinner. Do you know what that's called? Yeah, uh, wife. Human trafficking. No, it's a wife. It's human trafficking. No. It is. No, it's it's a wife. No. That I can hold and cherish and worship like I used to before my wife turned into what she is now. What? The actual fuck. <laughs> Look, I like women with meat on the bones. I don't like women with the whole damn cow on their bone. Ham hock. <laughs> I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> I like some chunk, though. <laughs> You're anyway, so picky. I'm not picky. I'm actually pretty easy. We weren't talking about how long it takes you to get hard. Oh, well, it was... Yeah, there's that. Anyway. Yeah, stiff free. <laughs> anyway, have you been keeping up with any of the Russia-Ukraine debacle? I've been trying really hard not to. Um, it's one of those things like the Rona that's just like all up in your face. I've heard all about people having to go to other countries, you know, become refugees, and how they're... saw headlines today that there's more refugees now in this conflict than there has been since World War II. Wow. I didn't see that. Um, I may not have quoted it exactly right, but it was some type of comparison to World War II and how this is larger. Wow. That's insane. But I think that it's terrifying to think that there are people somewhere in the world right now 
that have missiles coming into their homes and gunfire outside? I mean... Oh, but the missiles, you know, the gunfire, that could be, you know, Compton or Chicago. Yeah, but <laughs> but more than likely, if you get hit with a bullet there, it's because you stumbled upon a game war. you in the wrong place at the wrong time. This isn't somebody trying to take over. Um, yeah, it is. Russia's trying to take over Ukraine. I mean... It, it's a turf war, just like your gang war. Yes, yes, but you know what I mean. You're, you're a dick. No, it's just a bigger scale. That's all. Still, I wouldn't be scared of gangbangers. I would be scared of Russia. You wouldn't be scared of the gangbangers because you'd be like, Oh, come here and get some. Come and get some, Michelle. I can take the ladies, too. No, thank you. I need I need a man with a J-O-B. They got jobs. No. Legitimate jobs. They're legit. No, they're, they're not. They're making bank. Some of them. Well, I guess, you know... If, one of them got killed in a drive-by. Maybe he'd be stashing his cash at my house, and then I'd be, then I'd be <laughs> rich, paid. Rich bitch. That's right. I'd be rich bitch. Well, you see, I'm, everything I've read, you know, I've, one second I'm hearing Russia's getting their ass kicked. Next second I'm hearing Ukraine's getting their ass kicked. And it's like, at first I was like, okay, three days, Russia's going to own Ukraine. No ifs, ands, or buts. But we're on day 12 at this point. I, I do think it's odd that it's gone on for so long. Right. I know 12 days. Ooh, we just got out of a 20-year war, you know? <laughs> yeah, but still, this is 12 days of of tyranny. <laughs> Not that the 20-year war in I, Iraq, you know, wasn't... Tyranny? Yeah. How's got it? some dictator trying to take over and coming up in your house and stuff. Right, but they're just... They're doing what the Europeans did to the Indians, what? They came and conquered the land. And they stamped it and said, This is ours, bitch. Russia. No, they said, European. <laughs> would you like some vodka? <laughs> no, they said, uh, What would they? What would be the European drink? Urine? Ew. <laughs> That's just nasty. Oh my god, I, 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 I left it my own joke. <laughs> you're nasty. <laughs> I don't know what would be what would be a Euro- European drink. See, I know tequila's Mexico, vodka's Russian. Um, is Russia not in Europe? Isn't that Asia? It's part of the Asian continent, isn't it? <laughs> I know Ukraine's <laughs> part of <laughs> Europe. Idiot alerts. Google it. Alerts. You got your laptop. Google it. No, it's a work laptop. Okay, fine, fine. I'll have to Google it. I suppose you will, but you might want to wait until after the podcast. Nope, I gotta know now. No, because our listeners don't want to sit here and listen to dead air while you fuck off on your computer. I'm not fucking off on the computer. Uh, okay. Then what are you doing with your hand down your pants? Unofficially, if we asked around both in Russia or and abroad, most people would probably say that Russia is in Europe. Even with the loss of the Baltic republics, Russia still has a territory in Central Europe, Kaliningrad, but it's both basically. It's both Asia and Europe. So it's both? Yeah. It's got parts in Europe and parts in Asia. Okay. So we're both right. I'll take it. So... And this is ScienceTrends.com. 
I'm glad so, to hear that you're citing your sources. Um, I've, I've been told I needed to. You do. So 23% of it is on your your Eurasian concept. What the fuck is that? Eurasian. Eurasian. That's what it says. Yes, E-U-R-A-S-I-A-N. Very well. Thank you. 77% of Russia is on Asian continent. So mostly Asian, but part partially Europe. But Ukraine is in Europe. So there's that. However, so back to what I was saying. So we were... You know, every, all the reports, I'm getting com- conflicting reports. So finally, I sat down to relax and was like, what's really going on? Basically, it's a propaganda war between Ukraine and Russia. Putin's saying, ah, oh, we're kicking that. We mother Russia, we're kicking the ass. We're kicking the ass <laughs> of the Ukrainians. I'm going to own that bitch in a week or two, maybe three. <laughs> it's starting to look like a month. But either way, I'm owning that bitch. Wow. And Ukraine's like, I gotta fuck yourself. We just bombed a shit ton of your planes, killed a 6,000 of your men. We are the best, and our women and children are shooting back at y'all bitches. Mother Ukraine. Go fuck yourself, Russia. Not so basically, much. we're not getting any accurate information coming from either continent because they're both or country not continent country mm-hmm. because they're both bullshitting each other so what is really happening so here's what's happening so here's kind of like what i'm looking at with it okay so if russia is getting their ass kicked like we keep hearing about it's like okay ukraine's like the size of texas you're telling me that this mass... We've always been told that Russia's this massive military. Yeah, they got nuclear weapons. I give them that. Mm-hmm. But they're this massive military we don't want to fuck with. Right. That's what we've always heard. Mm-hmm. But Ukraine's kicking their ass. So either Russia's a bunch of pussies that can't hold the water, or there's something else going on, I think. Okay, so what else could be going on? That they're really planning an attack on American soul. So while we're focused on Ukraine and we're all wearing a blue and yellow flag and blue and yellow shirts and watching the, the feminists in Europe with their note completely topless with painted boobs and shit. <laughs> that, oh, it's a thing. It was a thing. They're protesting the war. Oh, my gosh. It's a trip. And it was nice because, you know, no shirt. <sighs> just paint you're such a pig i like body paint hey i'm all i'm all about some women wanting to show themselves i love that shit you're just a pig (sighs) that's a beautiful thing look i saved the video that's in the spank bank ew i don't want to hear what they got to say i just want to look at them sure so but you know, Russia's this big, badass military that everybody's scared of. Everybody said, oh, Trump is going to get us in World War Three," But, you know, throughout all of Trump's flaws, he had Putin in check, if you will. Because Putin did not make a move at all. The one time he tried in Syria, we killed like 150 Russian soldiers, and Putin said, okay. I, you got me that one. You got me that one. I'll just wait it out until Biden. I get Biden in. 
Why does your Putin sound like um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't know. That's the best Russian accent I got for now. Except for he's Austrian and not Russian. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a good Russian accent, but that's what I got for now. Okay. So, I got to work on it. Yeah, you do. You need to work on it. <laughs> Russia. <laughs> <laughs> so, where was I? See, you distracted me with my Putin accent. <laughs> Please don't Putin in your accent. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So Trump, you know, there was this video going around where Trump met with Putin, and Putin's like standoffish, and Trump grabs his hand to shake it and jerks him in. Like, he doesn't pull him in, he yanks his ass in. And it's like, see, Trump's the man. <laughs> like I said, all of his flaws, Trump is the man, he was in charge. Putin was scared of Trump. China was scared of Trump. That's why they ain't pulling no bullshit. Hell, North Korea, scared of Trump. Because he was crazy. They did not they did not know what to expect, what Trump would do. He was not predictable. Unlike this puppet of a shell of a human that's in office now that stole the election, was not elected, I will say. You cannot convince me otherwise. Did you hear that they're doing more testing in North Korea with, for their... Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, uh-huh. they they did a few missile tests under when Trump was in office, mm-hmm. but it's like really amped up right now. Korea's doing their missile tests. China, have you seen it? China has surrounded Taiwan. Really? Yes, that is the next hit. I'm telling you. So, well, I knew that it was a possibility, but I didn't realize that they had started moving. They all it is is they're not on their borders they're like a little bit just pretty much in the waters they're in striking distance that come out last week i forget which um article it was i didn't write any of that shit down but that came out last week that they are starting to get inch closer to taiwan so while we're still focused on ukraine now China's making a move. Well, China and Russia, they're butt buddies right now. Mm-hmm. So all it would take is if Russia is sending their B squad into Ukraine and getting their ass kicked, we're all like, ah, oh, they're a bunch of pussies. But they're really planning an attack on America. Because did you know, I found this out last week, did you know that Alaska used to be Russian? Yes. Oh, you knew? I just found out. Oh. You know when they bought when the U.S. bought Alaska from Russia? No, it was in eighteen hundreds. Okay, like eighteen sixty-five or some shit like that. Oh. It, was, it was around the Civil War times, and they got it like pennies on on a dollar. So, you know what would keep Russia saying, "Hey, we want Alaska back, bitch"? Right, nothing. Yeah, except for you know the U.S. military and whoever decides to drive that. Well. If you, if you really think about it, with the way the U.S., as divided as the U.S. is right now. Now, granted, if Russia was to attack, you would have 75% of America, like, tight or shoulder-to-shoulder ready to kick somebody's ass. And then you got the 25% would be a bunch of little bitches hiding and... I think, I think you might have those numbers skewed a bit. I'm just talking about as far as 75% of the country would be united. Okay, I still think your your numbers are skewed. Really? Yes. Because we're like 50-50 down the line right now. 
Yeah, I could see that. I could see 50% of the country being united and the other 50 not. What do you mean? Well, you have so many... I call them all millennials, but you have so many panty-wearing punk pisses out there nowadays. We'll just call them lefties and libtards. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> that they're not going to stand up against anyone. They're going to sit in the corner and cry because they have a penis and they want a vagina. And they don't know how to, you know, call a tow truck or, you know. Change their own tire. Right, or unstop their kitchen sink. You know, they, they, they're just incapable. They're a whole generation of incapable people. And when the shit hits the fan, they're not going to be there to do a damn thing about it. They're going to be the ones that are out there holding up your signs, wanting to give peace a chance and wanting to see it from Russia's point of view and Russian lives matter. And, <laughs> Russian lives matter. <laughs> I mean, you know, it. that's all it's going to be. It's going to be a, what's the word? A movement. It's going to be a movement for them. Another one. Yes. Because they don't have enough movements as it is. Right. And they don't, they don't have enough you know, gumption to sit there and actually stand up for something, to believe in something. So, you know, the whole of the country is kneeling at football games and desecrating the flag and, you know, all of this stuff. They're they're not going to stand up, even if it means their own demise. So you don't think that, like, with nine, when 9-11 happened, that was the most united this country had ever been in my lifetime. And I've been around for a while. Yeah, we know that, you old ass. <laughs> but when 9-11 happened, you know, white people, black people, Hispanics, everybody, except for, you know, Arabs, <laughs> the 7-Eleven <the> guys, <laughs> everybody so was wrong. watching that motherfucker. It's like, hey, you know that motherfucker over there? Hey, what can I guess what you like to get today? <laughs> Which is so wrong, because you know India didn't have anything at all to do with that. <laughs> I was saying Arabs. Arabs, the Arabians. This the Arabs, yeah. Oh my god! And Indians and Arabians are totally different things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> durka, 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 durka. Yeah, you're going to hell. <laughs> but no, what I was getting at though is like Americans were like together, and you know you you know September 10th, you drive down the road and. Not a single American flag was flying. September 11th, every house had an American flag. Everybody was united. Everybody was had each other's back for once. And that's completely gone now. Right. With, in my opinion, no hope for resurrection. Well, you see, you also got Putin right now who is threatening nuclear response. Mm-hmm. So, basically, he's saying if... if America wants to fuck with us, we're going to... Nuke your ass. Nuke your ass. Mm -hmm. So, which I think it is a possibility, but I'm not 100% on board that he would actually try that. Now, as a last resort, possibly, like they're going into Ukraine hardcore, getting their asses kicked, the last resort that he can conjure up to consider a win would be nuke Ukraine. Well, that would be pretty much 
what was the point of it to begin with? Right, because you're not going to have enough viable land left. Right, and you're fucking up, you know, other countries on top of that. Well, okay, so Russia individually versus the U.S. isn't isn't overwhelmingly frightening. Well, that that thing is loud. Yeah, you can hear that, can't you? Yeah, I can hear it through my mic. That's her laptop that she brought in. That's like a... It's brand new out of the box, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That thing's getting some... It's probably... <laughs> it's fine. Just leave it be. Anyway. What, what is it? Just listening to us? Exactly. <laughs> but... Turbocharged. It's got the cooling towers in that bitch. But, no, I mean, okay, Russia on its own independently, threat to the U.S. Yeah, it, it might be a, a threat. But... If Russia gets even one powerful ally, like China, China? <laughs> we could we should be scared. That's where I'm at with it. Is China's involved because they held they started an alliance together a couple of years ago. But isn't China part of NATO? <sighs> I have no idea at this point. I thought Russia and China both were, but the way they're acting is like. The NATO rules don't apply. Well, and I don't know enough about NATO, but I, I, I know either. it's supposed to be a, a a club. It's a group organization. Yeah, um, but under Trump, NATO was the strongest it had ever been because Trump was like, "Well, you can you can suck Trump's dick all night, <laughs> but we are not here to talk about Trump, Trump, Trump. We are here to make projections for the future. So quit looking back." I was just saying. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, that's what you are. I'm sorry. We are where we are. It is done. It is over with. Trump is not coming back. Okay. No matter how much I would prefer that he come back, we are stuck with Biden and that bitch. Russia is not a part of NATO. Okay, I'm so happy you have Googling skills. Yeah. But... And it doesn't like China as either. Okay. So, do you think that Russia and China together as a powerhouse could take over the world? Mm. Yes and no. They're like pinky in the brain. I don't, their economies would not handle it, couldn't handle it. That type of a war, World War Three, obviously. But, um, China's got the manpower. They got, hell, if they run out of bombs, they'll just start throwing people on them, dropping people out of planes, and that's going to fuck up some shit. Well, just inject them with some shit and put it somewhere. Well, you know, like a Coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) But... What worries me is how divided America is right now. Because if you wanted to attack America, right now would be the perfect time to do it. Because we're so divided. Mm -hmm. Now, you're going to have 10% of Americans pushing back, fighting back. As opposed to a minute ago when you said 75. Well, I was just saying as united. I wasn't saying 75% would fight back. No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Revolutionary War was 3%. That's where you got your three percenters. Oh, I didn't know that's where that came yeah. from. 
the Revolutionary War was followed by 3% of the country. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, but no, I would say 10%. Now, the 50%, that's all, Second Amendment, baby! Boom, 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 boom! I got my gun! Bring it on! Yeah. 40% of them are going to cower out and go hide in their truck somewhere and be a little pussy. Mm-hmm. You're going to have 10% that I, I feel would push back and shoot back. Regardless if they got shot or not, they would fight back. I, would, I think 10% of the country. Okay. Granted that 10%, maybe 8% of them are the ones that carry the guns. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> okay, now you're hurting my head. That's too much math. I was I was just saying that maybe eight percent would have the guns, the other two percent would be your dildo flying, rainbow fl- flag flying bitches. I, I would say some of them would push back against it and fight back. Well, I wasn't saying anything about you know LGBTQ. I I was just talking about lefties in general. Okay, but all lefties are not rainbow-flying, dildo-swinging assholes. Oh. They're not? No, they're oh. not. Oh, I was lied to. <laughs> no, I think you made that shit up yourself. Well, duh. I thought it was funny as shit. But anyway. All right, so China and Russia hook up and decide that they want to splooge all over the U.S. What right. do you do? Well... What do you do? Not what does our country do? What do you do? Well, first off, I would attack the power grid or communications, and it wouldn't. You wouldn't even necessarily have to use a nuclear bomb, like we were talking about the. Um, okay, two- you misunderstood me. What do I do? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going through, going over. At first, I would hit hard with cyber attacks. I'm not talking about you or Russia. I'm talking oh. about you're the bombed. Oh. 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 I have no idea. I could sit here and tell you all day long, like, oh, I would go to the mountains and grab all my guns, and I would live off the land. But if you have a nuclear bomb, your land is potentially fucked. Hazardous. Yeah, you can't drink the water because it's contaminated. You can't eat the food. It's contaminated. So, yeah, you can should have been storing food for years now and you should have a couple years stocked up but if you're in the middle of the city you do not want to be in the city you want to be out in the country out in the woods somewhere away from people why is that because people are assholes and like me for instance i'm going to be negan your shit now is now my shit your shit belongs to me you can give it free handily or i'm going to kill your ass and take it bullshit uh, you don't think? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, no. I'm going to carry my baseball bat with the barbed wire. No. Now, Glenn a motherfucker. Yeah, and that's... Or Abraham a motherfucker. And that's exactly why somebody's <laughs> going to go pop. Yep. And take you out. All the all the Negan wannabes. Hey, I'm just saying, my family's more important than your family, so therefore my family comes first, and your shit now belongs to my shit. Is my shit. So you could you could let someone else's child starve to death for the sake of your own. Pretty much. My family's more important. Okay. Survival of the fittest. Then you're kind of screwed, huh? Yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> yeah, you've met my kids, haven't you? <laughs> well, I'm like, survival of the fittest? There's not a whole lot of fit in this household. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, ideally, that would be, you know, I would have stock, a stockpile of food, ammo, all that good shit. I'm not saying I do or do not have that. That's my ideal situation. But no matter how much you prep for something like this, you're never fully prepared. Like right now, like I went over the things I have stocked up on for years, mm-hmm. and I've probably got a good solid six months. Easy. Okay. Without any other communities coming into my area. To your storage area. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, that would be heavily armed, heavily watched, because it's my shit. But that also puts you in, at harm's way, because if you stay in one spot, you get fucked, right? Right, because you should probably keep moving. Exactly. But depending on where the bomb is dropped, where do you go? You know... Who's to say it's going to be a bomb, though? Well... That's, that's what I was saying originally. If I were China or, or Russia, cyber attack, take out the gas, take out the the oil pipelines, take out the power grid. I would imagine you can do that with a cyber attack. And that would cripple this country easily. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking with a, a few podcasts ago, cars, new cars, can be hacked. Right. You can shut those fuckers down. I would say easily. I don't know. I'm not a hacker. That would I would need somebody that has knowledge of that. Oh God, I'm gonna fucking shoot you. <laughs> but a cyber attack on that scale, to me, is doable. Now, if you look, let's go back. You know, all we need is a couple years. So somebody hacked last year the Colonial Pipeline on the East Coast and shut it. Had it shut down for what two weeks. It was a ransomware attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And had it, they had to pay, I think they ended up paying like 6 or $10 million to get their software back to get the pipeline rolling again. I think it was 8 actually. Was it? Okay. Either way. If they were able to do that last year, now I'm sure Colonial Pipeline, they got the greatest of all great greatest minds to go in there and really beef up their security, but surely... While they're doing that, these other people, your hackers are doing the same shit. They're learning more and trying to learn how to get around that shit. Well, all they got to do now, take out the pipeline, take out the power. Or hell, just take out the power grid, and that brings this country to a grinding halt. Do you know what the biggest risk is to any system, to any workplace to any computer network a virus i don't know no the biggest vulnerability um inside what people yeah okay the the people are the biggest vulnerability take um banking industry for example okay okay so if you wanted to get into their systems you could send a phishing email so you could 
send an email asking someone to click a link or open a attachment that has a Trojan horse embedded in it that's going to track your keystrokes. You could go into a branch and drop a USB drive that has malicious software on it and somebody finds it, picks it up. Oh look, flash drive. Wonder what's on it. Sticks it in a work computer and all of a sudden it infiltrates their system. Now, I'm not in that field and I don't I'm I know you're not either, but how common is that where like a person just ooh a flash drive, let me put this in my work computer. Now my laptops at work the IT department we can't do that. We cannot put anything like, for instance, I wanted to buy a mouse for my laptop because mm-hmm. I hate the little thing, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But the little USB thing mm-hmm. to accept it, it won't, it won't allow it. Right. So, Got to love group policy. Yeah. No. Um, that's why a lot of IT departments are doing that now because it was such an issue. You've also got um, social engineering. Okay, what's that? So social engineering is where you are trying to get an employee to divulge information or to give you access that you shouldn't have. So you dress up in a jumpsuit and you have a patch on your shirt and it looks like you're with some HVAC company and you walk in like you belong there and you know tell the Either you tell the front desk, you know, hey, I need to get upstairs for blah, 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 or you just walk right on past them. You look like you're supposed to be there. All of a sudden, you divert into the server room and you got what you need. You can talk to people. You can call people on the phone and, yeah, I'm with your, I'm with your company's IT department and your computer is showing that there's a virus on it and we need to get you remotely rebooted right now. But if we don't do it in the next 30 seconds, it's going to infect your entire network. So I need you to go ahead and lock your computer and then log back in. Okay, so what's that username you're using? Okay, yeah, that's what I've got here. All right, and your password? Do people really fall for that, though? Like, what's your password? I'm like, um, (laughs) your mom? (laughs) They do. They do, unfortunately. Um, so I'm assuming they're not going to the higher ups like your your VPs and CEOs. No, no, no. You go to you go to the lower totem pole people, and you can pretend to be vendors. Sometimes, if you send it via email, you can pretend to be the CEO. You can spoof it, and of course, you know if the CEO of your company sent you an email and said, "Hey, Woody." I need you to order this, this, and this, and do this. The first thing you're going to think is, oh my gosh, the CEO's talking to me. Yeah, let me let me jump on it. Let me impress him. Hmm. But a lot of times, in the at least in the banking industry, the things that we've had reported are um, people trying to get people to issue gift cards and send them places and spoofed emails. Hell, there was one report that a lady got it when she was sitting next to the person that supposedly sent it. They were in a meeting. Oh, Yeah. Wow. And and she looked over and she's like, hey, did you just send me this email and ask me to go get eight $100 gift cards for the meeting next week? And he was like, no, I didn't send you anything. What meeting next week? 
<laughs> so, you know, I mean, it it is really, really rampant as far as, you know, infiltrations and people trying to get in there and, and get little pieces of data. And all the stuff sold on the dark web. Hmm. See, I've never had any dealings with the dark web. I've heard of it. I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, it's where people are, your human trafficking is done, your... Um, people are selling drugs on the dark web. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you the first thing of how to get on the dark web. Oh, I don't know how to do that either, but I would love to see it. I would too. Just, I'm curious, Mm -hmm. but I don't know enough to get into detail with that. But no, um, kind of something I was thinking about this week, like, you know, I've got my, I've got an IRA at my bank. I've got, you know, substantial amount of money saved up, you know, for my retirement, which got me thinking, I'm like, okay, because I've heard that before Russia attacked Ukraine, they did a series of cyber attacks. So what would keep Russia or China from attacking the financial sector and wiping everybody's accounts? Like if you got a million dollars, gone. Just like that. How would you have proof of it? Well, that all depends on your bank. But banks are insured by the federal government. Right, but I can go and say, hey, I had a million dollars in my account. What the hell? And they're like, well, we have no record. I mean... It's, what- it's called backups. Number one, every computer system is should be backed up regularly. Basically, it's where you're taking the information that you have and you're downloading it to a disk or a drive that is not situated on the internet, so it can't be touched. Okay, so they, they would down or back up if it's a good bank. They would back up to a um, remote or a an offline server of some type. Okay, okay. And then you know, backups should be done often. And let's say that you had that because that's what that's what the ransomware people get. So they if you back up your data often, let's say you backed up your data um, twice a week, um, Thursdays and I don't know, Tuesdays, Mondays. Mondays. Okay, Thursdays and Mondays. So, you know, you get a cyber attack today and they're infiltrated in your system. They've locked down your system. You can't get access to your shit. You have all your data is frozen and they want you to pay to undo it. Well, you've got your data up until Thursday. So you would have to recreate Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that could be a fucking nightmare. Right. But you still have some data to go off of. It's not completely lost. Now, the FBI does not recommend that uh, you pay a ransomware, that you pay ransom. Right, because then I would imagine they could um, blackmail you or, oh, okay, well, we're going to release half your data. If you want the rest of it, we need another $10 million. Well, there's that. And also, when you're dealing with different industries, depends on how sensitive the data is. So if they were to lock up a financial institution, then you've got Social Security numbers, names, dates of birth. You've got all kinds of demographics on people that could be sold and then those people end up having identity theft 
or if you're looking at a healthcare network, same thing. You've got all these demographics on people, probably got cards on file. You've got all their health concerns, things like that, that should be HIPAA protected. And they could double down and say, okay, well, now that we've released your systems back to you, we've kept this data. And unless you want us to sell it or release it to the public, you need to pay us another blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And so, they've already paid you once, so the likelihood they're going to pay it again is great. Now, I know this is probably going to sound naive or whatever, but is, like, would, if they were to attack the banking industry, it's not just like a one hack deal. It would be, you would have to go hack Bank of America or Hank, Hank, <laughs> hack Waka or, um, Wells Fargo or hack this bank over here or like the Federal Reserve, for instance. I mean, what what could possibly go on with that? Or is it's individual banks, I'm assuming, that they're going to have to hack? Not necessarily. It all depends. Now, if they get into the Fed, the Fed serves sort of as a as a holding place for a lot of banks. So there are money, lots of monies in the Federal Reserve. Um, it also works as a interchange place for checks. So you've got monies going in and out with checks and wires. So the Fed's got a lot of money flowing through it that doesn't necessarily belong to it. It belongs to other places. So, so it's that, like the, it, that would be like the central hub. Basically, they that would be a very lucrative thing if they could tie up the funds that are in the Fed. It would cripple the entire United States. Because every financial institution, apart from the small, small, small ones, uses the Fed for one thing or another. I know most financial institutions uses, use the Fed to funnel their ACH files, their check files, their wires. You know, all of your large dollar transactions are pretty much running through the Fed. And to answer your question, if it's a big, big bank like Wells Fargo or Bank of America, they're probably Citibank, you know, those are probably the three, the big three in the United States. They probably have their own computer systems, their own host core system. So yes, that would be an individual infiltration because that hacker would have to get access to their system. When you're looking at other financial institutions, smaller ones like community banks, credit unions, even smaller banks, you would probably just have to get infiltration into their processor. So, for example, you know, do you have a, a PC or a Mac? PC. Okay. So, if Windows got hacked, then it's going to affect every PC that's out there, but it's not going to affect the Mac, right? Right. Because the Mac is owned by Apple. So, different financial institutions use different software most of the smaller ones aren't financially stable enough to build their own software. They have to got, get it from a third-party vendor. So that vendor would be your target because you could not only get your TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, but you could also get your Truist and your Chase and you know whatever banks those vendors state, supply. State employees or, okay, mm -hmm. okay, that makes it, sense. It's sort so of the same the same differences with the with the card hacks that have been going on for years. Um, I don't know if you heard of when TJ Maxx mm -hmm. was hacked. Yeah, TJ Maxx has a parent company of TJX, 
TJX owns TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods stores. So if you hack the parent, you get all three of the subsidiaries. Oh. So oh. It's, it's the same difference oh. in the banking industry. It's like you're you're hacking their software. Oh. Does that make so sense? That does because that would like of course my card's been I've had fraud on my card before because um, I used it at Olive Garden for I'm just using that as, a, <laughs> as an example but um, the group Olive Garden I think owns um, Texas Roadhouse Red Lobster and several other ones Darden but, yeah so I think it was Darden that got hacked mm-hmm. and since I went to Olive Garden they got my information and I remember like those several restaurants if you shopped at these or went to these you were potentially hacked Mm -hmm. okay that makes sense then okay yeah so so it's it's all about the the computers you know when when you go to the grocery store and they accept your card they don't have a direct line to your bank right they have a processor so your your card is now exposed to the grocery stores computer systems to that third-party processor systems to the bank that the third-party processor uses and then finally to your financial institution well you've seen have you seen the movie um live free or die hard it's one of the die hard movies like the a one. the fire sale one yes yeah yeah so they hacked the financial sector they hacked the gas lines they hacked all this shit mm-hmm. and pretty much crippled the entire country hacked the uh tv networks all that mess and now i know it's a movie i get that but my th- my mind goes in how tr- accurate is the movie you know what i mean like is this potential is this a possibility it could be but it would all be temporary Meaning that now, and it would all depend on how quickly the government could rein it back in. <laughs> well, we would assume the government has the best of the best, but these days I'm not 100% sure I'm wanting to put money on the government. Well, you have to understand though, cybersecurity is a billion dollar industry, right? Cybersecurity is a hot button topic and has been for the last last five ten years as a matter of fact the whole coronavirus has promoted cyber security in the fact that when the country shut down the majority of the workforce that was still able to work went home and so all of these companies that never thought that they were going to have remote workers all of a sudden are having remote workers and having to respond to the threats that that causes Hmm. yeah yeah so Cybersecurity is something that is on a lot more people's minds now than they were when that movie came out. <laughs> right. And and I'm not I'm not necessarily comparing it to the movie, but I'm just saying that, that there's a lot more awareness right now in in our country than there was. Well, you see, like like I was saying, like last week, I was thinking like if they hit the like where I bank, I don't bank with Bank of America or the big the big three or big whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would say. My bank is big enough, but not too, you know what I mean? It's not too big. It's not one. If it failed, it would shut the entire country down like the mm-hmm. big three. Right. 
So, but that's what has me wondering. See, I understand, like, my funds are insured up to, like, I forget, like, $10 million or something. I forget what the number is. Just bear with me. I know that's not the accurate number. Well, I I just know that there's insurance. <laughs> I just, exactly. I know there's insurance mm-hmm. on my money, and I don't have enough money in there that if I was, if it was erased, that I would be, I would lose anything. Well, I was about to say, because if you get $10 million in your financial institution, then you're going to start feeding me dinner more when I come I over here. I was just using it as an example. Okay. I was just saying. You're but, buying the beer. <laughs> I've got beer in the fridge now. But <laughs> my point of it was is, okay, so it's insured. All right, fine. But if they went in and just erased everything, like you were saying, if they, as long as they back up once a week or twice a week or whatever they they do, mm-hmm. my question is, what if they don't? So like, I got a check that's got a hundred hours of overtime. Well, I've got a fat damn check now, mm-hmm. but they didn't back it up in time. Now it's all gone. Then I'm going to be losing all my money and except for what's in my IRA I'm assuming because that is there well I don't touch it anything that's not backed up I would imagine just thinking of it from a legal perspective you would have the burden of proof right exactly so I've got my direct deposit here bitches do you (laughs) keep your bank statements yeah I do now well I mean I have for actually the past 15 years not pay statements, bank statements. Oh, no. Yeah, I could see that that in your face. Uh, no. Okay. Normally so, they come in and, yep, that matches my checkbook, and I throw it away. All right. So if your bank failed tomorrow, then what proof would you have that you had that money there? My direct deposit. <laughs> That's it. Okay. But that's probably not going to be enough proof to, to hold up in court. So I need to hold, start holding on to my bank statements, what you're saying. Well, a lot of places do them electronically nowadays, which is all fine and good until you end up with an electronic issue. Right. Well, that so, kind of goes back to this. They shut down the power grid. Well, we, our laptop's only good for, what, five, six hours? Right. So, so you know... Do you want to go back to the Stone Ages and print your bank statements? Eh, probably not. But you could start downloading them to your laptop, and then if something happened, you've got five hours worth of power to print them. Mm, or put it on a flash drive and... Yeah, and then take it to the financial institution and ask them to stick it in their computer. <laughs> oh, damn, that wouldn't work either. Shit, yeah. No, no, so, it wouldn't. However, yeah. if, if the power grid came back on and you had it on a flash drive, you could take it to Kinko's or... Well, I don't think Kinko's exists anymore. Now I'm showing my age. Um, you know, <laughs> Office Max, Depot. Office Depot, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Because I'd never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Burden of proof. If you're, if you really want to get your money back, now any, any bank worth its salt is going to work with you. But at the end of the day, they're running a business. So right. you want to have your ducks in a row so that you know what you've got. But bitches, I had $25,000 in my checking. I had 150000 in my savings. And I had a million dollars in my IRA, bitches. That's right. You are buying the fucking beer from now on. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> you know damn well I'm going to be like, hey, uh-uh, uh-uh. I had a million dollars in my IRA, bitches. Put it back in there. 
Uh, uh, Mr. Woody, where's your proof? Uh, you're hearing it. It's me. I'm in person. I'm your proof. I'm all the proof you need. Damn mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Good luck with that. So, okay, just like that. Okay, let's say they can't, they couldn't hack the power grid. EMP. Drop an EMP somewhere significant next to a nuclear power plant or a couple nuclear power plants. Then money ain't gonna matter anyway. Well, EMP wouldn't blow it up. It would just, I don't know what it would do to it, to a nuclear power plant, but I know electronics are, it renders them all useless. Right. Your car would just die. Mm -hmm. It'd be done. Right. It wipes it out. Whether it's electric vehicle or a gas it's done well one thing that i know about you that i'm going to share with our listeners that is an invasion of your privacy is that you never carry cash ever and half the time you don't have your card either if it was not for samsung pay you would be one broke ass so broke ass exactly drinking tonight (laughs) it's woody (laughs) yes yes that's exactly what i was gonna say but um Anyhow, if there was an EMP, you would be broke because you would have no card and no phone and no way to get anything to barter for. You'd be out on the corner with your shirt off between your legs, humping it like you did at that party (laughs) the other night, trying to get someone to give you a dollar. Okay. Right now we're looking at 7.5% inflation. Gas has gone through the fucking roof. I bought my truck two years ago. Fuel, diesel fuel, was $2 a gallon. It's now over $5 a gallon. EMP hits. Boom. Wipes out all electronics. Do you really think money is going to make a dick? No, that's what I'm telling you. No, even cash is not going to make... To me, my opinion would be like gold or silver or something like that. Well, the new currency is probably going to be in a smaller form new currency mm-hmm. what do you mean it's gonna be a bullet uh brass it'll be a show of force yeah. Who, whoever's got the balls whoever's got the force is what's gonna happen gotcha yeah Mm-hmm. so then that's where your bartering is going to be is i got some moonshine or i got some bullets yeah or i've got a diamond ring or you know, it's going to start with, with what goods we currently hold value. And then eventually it's going to be like, hey, I got some rice. Yeah. You need some flour? Go back to the olden days. Be like, be like um, coming to America. Somebody going to come up and open up their coat. Hey, I got a golden hair dryer. Check it out. <laughs> got some real fly hygiene stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bottle of water. See, to it's me, not contaminated. Uh, see, to it's me, factory sealed. That's that's the scary part of it all is because people, it's it ends up being the survival mentality. Like, bitch, I'm going to survive no matter what. So, do you continue being the nice guy, the sweet and innocent? Hi, sir. Let me open the door for you. It's like get the fuck out of my way, bitches, and start shooting motherfuckers. That to me, that's what's going to happen. You need in the a Rick cities. Grimes progression. You start off as the noble police officer, trying to do right by people, and eventually you say, "You know what? Fuck everybody else. I got to take care of my people." Exactly, and you see, this is where I, the Negan is. Negan was about people. Yeah, he had a really fucked up way, but at the end of the day, people matters. 
you know, it didn't matter what color what color you were, it was people. You have a strong back. We need you to do this. This is your job. This is what you do. You have a strong mind. This is what we need you to do. This is your job. And if you want a sandwich, you have to earn that sandwich. We're not just going to give you the sandwich. You got to earn it. You got to work for the sandwich. And to me, that's what Negan was doing. Now, granted, in the Walking Dead series, he was in a really fucked up area that they couldn't grow a lot of things. That's why they were expanding out to other places and still and taking what they had. But he had a thumb over everybody because he he operated in fear. Mm-hmm. You fear me, you're going to do what I say. Bottom line. Or I'm going to kill every one of you motherfuckers. Lucille your ass. But... In reality, didn't the governor and everybody else sort of operate the same way, just more on the down low? The governor sort of kind of did, but nobody feared him, per se. People respected the governor because he gave them things, but they had a job. It was until, um, was it Michonne come in and saw what was going on behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that the people didn't know about. Right. And that's kind of the governor's downfall. Which is kind of sad, because I feel like this season's like a reboot of that. I haven't watched this season. I've watched one episode, and that's about it. The one episode... I've got them recorded. I've got every intention of watching them, but I haven't haven't done it yet, because I've been busy. You know, I, I watched one episode, and I was... I'm just not just not really feeling it you know I, yeah. I, I think i'm pretty sure i've got them on the dvr at home but i i think about sitting down to watch them and i'm like no i could do this instead well it's, it's just like um with rick and their group after they left the farm they purposely broke into a prison and lived inside of a prison. Like, why would you do that? The outside world must be pretty fucked up for you to purposely place yourself in a prison for security reasons. I think it's a pretty damn genius thing, actually. Right. Except for the fact that you are cutting yourself off. But you sort of kind of do. You you have the field where you can grow your crops. You can, um, if you're able to find wild boar, you can breed you know farm animals or whatever Mm -hmm. the case is behind the fence and live behind the fence and pretty much it's a if you have a a group of let's say 50 people you know everybody has their jobs you got lookouts you got securities you got people that will go out and forge for the or not forge uh scavenge Mm -hmm. scavenger there you go scavengers you have your farmers you have your you know, everybody has their job. So you know what the perfect place to take over in an apocalypse would be? A prison. No. A football stadium. If it's got the um, fencing around it. Well, yeah. duh, yeah. Not all of them have that, though. Okay, but you would you would need that. But you've got, you know, the, the turf on the field, which you could till up or whatever and, and end up having your... Your garden yeah, surrounded, and then you've got... That's not like actual ground, though, is it? I mean, it's not like it's... Isn't it concrete under the turf? 
I they, don't know. They bring in the dirt and all that mess. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious on that. I would have thought that it would be actual dirt underneath it somewhere. I don't know. That's actually, well, I might have to look that up. Because if you're, if you're in a football stadium, then you've got 24, like, you've got 360 degrees of, of lookout. Because yeah. you can be, you know, on that Up very tip-top, tip just, you know, standardly walking the walls. You've got shelter, because you could be underneath where all the concessions and stuff are. Mm. I don't know if that'd be ideal or not. Depend, like I said, depending on the stadium, like, to me, the prison would be the best because you have the towers at different points throughout and you have somebody up in each tower in each tower you got all the lookouts that you need well i think one of the one of the positive things to the prison that my idea would not have is the fact that you probably have gates all throughout the building well, yeah. so if you were trying to get away then you can put a lot of locked doors between yourself and your your um what's the pursuer. pursuer yeah I was thinking captive, but that's not right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, hmm. But it would be interesting, especially if um, we got down to the knit and grit of, let's say, we're having a Red Dawn situation. To me, at that point, you would a prison wouldn't be ideal either because they're probably going to be taking over the prisons and using those as camps. Mm-hmm. So then you head to the woods. So really situational situation depends on what which route you would go zombie apocalypse you're going to a prison uh red dome russia north korea invading go to the mountains because mountains you have water as long as they haven't dropped any nuclear bombs or anything you got (laughs) clean water food everything you possibly could need in the mountains and they're not looking i wouldn't imagine well I wouldn't imagine they'd be messing with the mountains much because it takes too much resources to try and go through the mountains, try mm-hmm. and find people in the mountains. Now, you need heat, so fire is going to be limited because the bigger the fire, they're going to be able to spot you. So then there's another issue because you need heat during the winters, the winter months. So do you have a spot for the winter where you stay and then summer months you go somewhere else you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't know it's really hmm we're, go- we're gonna have to do some red dome research <laughs> <laughs> i think we need to do some red dome research so anyways good chat michelle mm-hmm. do you want to add anything else we'll go ahead and kill it now because i have no conclusions to come up with right now other than we're pretty much fucked if we have red dawn russia or north korea and china coming in we're fucked china and our 10 percent, maybe three percent <laughs> has our back yeah I, I think that's a good depressing place to leave off on this podcast but i'm not going to lose hope and we will survive I will survive. If you're still listening, I appreciate the fuck out of that. Um, Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I know we were going to talk about the Great Reset 
And who knows? I'm, I'm wondering if this don't kind of play a part of the Great Reset. But we'll get into that later. Uh, if you're still listening, we appreciate it. Do us all a favor and click that like and subscribe button down the bottom. Um, if you want to get in touch with me or Michelle, you can hit us up at sweatingbulletspodcast at outlook.com or you can go to facebook.com forward slash woodies.sweatingbullets.one. Easiest way to get in touch with us. Um, if you have a topic you want us to discuss, if you want to be a special guest on the show, hit us up. We will take just about anybody. Damn. Or, desperate much? You've, you've, no, 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 no. You've heard, you've seen some of the special guests we've had on here before, so I'm not going to name any names. Now, the last one, I thought that was tremendous. We didn't talk about anything substantial, but it was a good conversation. Yeah, we had I, we had this whole agenda that we ended up throwing out after three hours of conversation. <laughs> like, I tried to bring it up a couple times, but it wasn't going anywhere. We're too busy shooting a shit about other shit. And it was a fun podcast either way. It really was. It was fun for me. Good. Michelle had fun on a podcast. Oh, my God. So, Smitty, if you're listening... You made Michelle happy for once. <laughs> <laughs> Something I could not do in the many years that I've known her. But anyways, check us out for... Keep on the lookout for next week for the next podcast. Um, anything else, Michelle? You, goodbyes? Any hugs? Any kisses? Anything? Uh, peace out like a good neighbor. Stay over there. <laughs> And everybody, thanks for listening. Goodbye.
We I don't think we talked about anything important at all. I think we just fucked off this entire episode. <laughs> Dude, I had a good time. And that's the best. I love it. I fucking had a great time. Anyways, I've got a Alice in Chains song that you Oh, Them Bones. Them Bones. I've got um, pulled up here. As if you've listened to the shit, you heard the damn shit. And Rock on. Anyway. Smitty, thanks for coming. Good night. I give you any shout outs? No, 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 no. I don't I'm going to give a shout out. I don't give a fuck. It's good night, good times. Uh, love having drinks with friends and having conversations. That's all I like. And I've got a piss. So, anyways, I'm going to leave y'all with this song Them Bones by Allison Chains. Thanks for the shit. And thanks for coming on. And Absolutely. all the other good shit. Absolutely. Goodbye.